quiet storm. <laughs> quiet storm. <laughs> quiet storm. <laughs> I actually like recording at night, but my voice be like a little... A little um, sexy? Mary J. Blige-ish. What? And the raspy tunes. Okay, you know. I'm you going know down. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm cracking up. It's like, no disrespect to Mary J. Blige, but at one point I thought she couldn't sing. Yeah, but remember I when I was the only one that was dying on that hill? I think it's because she was playing in a Tyler Perry song. It's a, I mean, a Tyler Perry movie. It's somebody who couldn't sing. Yeah, because um, um, it's a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. She was also, um, I think, playing a crackhead, so. No, no, she wasn't in this. I she that was, was the singer. Oh, was that Taraji? That was Taraji, yeah. <laughs> but no, she was, was she a crackhead? No, the kids was, the kids' mom was a crackhead. There's definitely always some crack in a Tyler Perry movie no, somewhere. No, no, Ta- Taraji played a crackhead in one, and then in the other one, Daddy's little girl, she played the one that married the dad. Remember? Because mm. their mom was a crackhead? All right. Let's leave it alone. <laughs> okay. Well, needs to revisit that. No, let's not revisit it. Let's, let's, let's talk about it right now. Let's talk it out. <laughs> because, let's see. I'm on Google right Look now. Look it up. Look it up. Um, Mary J. Blige did play a crackhead, I thought. And Tyler Perry. Was Mary J. Blige a crackhead? Not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for what their movie was. Like, not Acrimony. That one was Triggity Trash. That was Daddy's Little Girl. And then the other one was I Can Do Better By Myself, right? I Can Do Better By Myself. Yeah. That one, she was not a crackhead in that. Who wasn't? The, the mom of the kids. Remember, she took the kids in. And then, like, the guy was doing the bad stuff to the, the younger girl. I don't remember that. I, you know, I try to not watch Tyler Perry as much yeah, as Yeah, no, I saw that drone one time. You know how you just be sitting there and it'd be like, you know, it's on BT, but then I was just like traumatized like this. <laughs> That's how I was when I watched For Color Girls. I couldn't watch that shit. And Precious. Um, no thanks. Never seen, I don't think either of those. You have to watch Precious. Um, no, I've seen like too many, I feel like memes at this point to be able to see it and <laughs> to take, take it seriously. seriously. Yeah. It's so good, yeah. Um, but I just knew that it was really traumatizing then and like, you know, Very you don't need so. to go through certain things. Um, okay, here we are, Black Money. <laughs> <laughs> a Tyler Perry dissertation. <laughs> a Tyler Perry dissertation, which actually we're going to do in a couple of weeks. There is a, it's just a plug. Um, but there was a really good article um, that talks about, like, Tyler Perry and, like, how we can criticize him, but how we can also, like, appreciate him at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I did see that. Um and so, yeah, I think that that's something like worth digging into because a lot of that is now happening with um, Queen and Slim, which I'll talk about a little bit uh, later. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> black criticism. Um, we'll come back to that. Um, this is our second go round at recording, you know, <laughs> um, sometimes technical through the technical difficulties. Unbreakable. Oh, I was wondering where you had me lost for that one. I was like, can't catch the tone. Can't catch the, the tune. technical difficulties. Through the technical difficulties. See, at least he's had the bars. Um, but we're unbreakable here. Um, my last, the last recording of like me sounded like uh, Wally. While you know, Wally. remember we were at, remember we were playing. What's the heads up game? We were playing that at Friendsgiving. Wally, and we were trying, we were saying, "Give me a Wally," but the movie was Wally. It was, and that's the only I way I guessed Wally. it. 
Um, yeah, really? I sounded like Wally. Do you know um, what? So do you know why? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm crying. But you know what? Um, yeah, here we are again. Um, let's move through the show. Today we're talking about capitalism. Um, tonight we're talking about capitalism. Wherever you are, it might be daytime. Um, this is very much a dark show. I have like barely any lights on. Um, it's real nice right now. Um, our mood is uh, from a fave. <laughs> we love her. Um, this is a, a Lala Milan stan club. She just, it like, oh, people don't give people credit because they're from the internet. But also, like, there's a, a certain point where it transitions, and she's made that transition. So um, let's go to our mood. Today I'm going to teach you how you're supposed to be unbothered with this meditation. Okay? Close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Blow out with a distance. Now, raise your ends and make O. Go ahead and bring them down. Make one more large O. Make it bigger, big, big, big. And bring it back down. Now, I want you to feel it in your shoulders and go ahead and touch. Perfect. Feel them in your shoulders again and touch. Now, place your hand over your heart and put an icebox where your heart used to be. Okay? Now, go ahead and spread your fingers and let me hold you down. Again, spread them, let me hold you down, okay? I hope that this exercise helps you to remain unbothered like Omarion. Also, shout out to Omarion the God. Shout out to Omarion. Did you see some of the promo for the Millennium Tour? Um, no, I try not to pay attention. I know, I, me too. <laughs> Somebody sent me the link today, and I'm like, I'm not going to this shit. Apparently, Shingy also got knocked off of it. Um, I thought he was still so. on it. Mm-mm, I think he's done. Well, um, I think Jay Holiday also got knocked um, off. Yeah, I think Jay Holiday something said. I don't know who. I saw a video where Jay Holiday said like, "Fuck somebody," but he's really serious about it. But um, yeah, shout out to Omarion. Do you think like what he did was cool i loved it i still i because at this point like i don't want i don't want to be with the girl like i don't want her but also like i can't really fuck with you like that which is also okay with him like i don't think that that's like a petty thing that like it's just like boundaries and i think that he handled Mm -hmm. it very well he hasn't said anything negatively about all any of them um you know that's still the mother of his child and whether he does or doesn't feel a way about the situation, he's entitled to feel however he feels. But the fact that he is remaining unbothered publicly is like, you have no choice but to stand. Then he's going to go collect the bag without you, Nick Nogs. Mm. Yeah. Here for uh, it. Three, three words for you. It's big Scorpio energy. <laughs> Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. That's all. Shout out to Omarion. Shout out to Touch. Shout out to Speedin. Shout out to MIA. Shout out to MIA, which I don't think Speedin is on um, Apple Music. It's not on anything. You're the only one that ripped it from the internet. I purchased it. No, I purchased it through (laughs) uh, iTunes. That's how it's in my library. But um, yeah, shout out to Speedin. Um, Shout out to Speedin. Um, This week is sponsored by. Um, yams and macaroni and cheese touching. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. 
It hit in so many different ways. Like I wish I, I had ate, my family's food. I well, wish I ate yams, but Yeah. I know. I'm so sad. I'm always but reminded. I, that I hate yams. <laughs> yeah. That I I hate yams. Like, like I forget because I'm just like everything else is like really cool. But about also you, like, like oh my god. Like what? Like where's this Great. where's this thing coming from? I I wish I want it's not and, and I'm not like a yam hater. Like I wish that I did like them. I want to like them. I keep forcing myself to try them. After years okay. and years of like not liking them, but I just cannot. I what's I your like? What's your great? Like I think it's way too sweet for me to be on like my food that's already savory. I'm a salty girl, so like I love savory food. Mm-hmm. Um, and the texture, unless I can eat them when they're like mashed potatoes, almost a little bit. Right. I can eat them sometimes like that, but I don't like that. Like the, it's almost like an avocado, like same mm, like texture. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I like them when they're like cooked down a little bit more when they're still chunks, but they're like cooked down a little bit more and they like kind of fall apart and then they're just juicy and just dripping. Yeah, no. Like, um, that's, that's the Jones that I had the other day, but, um, yeah, I think yams, like gotta give them another try. Like I'm I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. I'll just try again. It's okay. Maybe like as my palate developed over the years. Okay, think about when you said like the sweet and or like you're like a, a salty like think about like the sweet and salty like think about like a salted caramel yams. Yeah, no, it's a no for me. Like I like oh my, my macaroni God. and cheese with like the hot sauce and the macaroni and cheese <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> macaroni and cheese with the hot sauce and my greens. Green the vinegary taste of the greens. Okay, yeah. I love and the that. Mac and cheese. The mac and I cheese. I love that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Some quick housekeeping. I'm going to try to run through this faster. Housekeeping. Um, housekeeping. I mean, goddamn. One time, let it be a bad bitch sweeping. Wow. I hate that guy. Wow, um, we went there. Uh, live show recap. <laughs> um, we did a live show. We had a live show. It was fan-fucking-tastic, Amaze balls. Um, it was like really exceeded my expectations. Everyone was there. Um, what I said in the first recording of this is that people were Chris Brown wall to wall in the dawn. (laughs) Um, and yeah, um, it was just an amazing, fantastic time. I can't say anything but like incredible words. I can't believe like, yeah, it was amazing. um, It was an experience to say the least. Um, yeah, during the live show, we talked about um, cancel culture, um, which is like really prevalent. There's actually two stories that I'm just going to kind of talk about right now, um, <clears throat> uh, but they were for Didn't You Know, so you'll see them in the links, but um, Ta Hanisi Coates, <laughs> right, who is not Tanache Coates, um, if you listen to her, you attended the live show. Listen, you guys, um, it's not an episode if I don't do it one time, okay? Uh, and it, the thing is, is that even at the live show, it like it was so see, embarrassing. I, think I actually just said it wrong again, too. It's actually <laughs> Tanahasi. Yes. Coates. So at the live show, I called him Tanache, and... <laughs> 
Tanache coats or whatever. <laughs> Is that what I said? I think so. I just, I don't know. Like, my words just get so, like, jumbled up. And it's like, the word, the first thing that comes in my head just comes out. So that's why Tanache came out. Tanahasi. Tanahasi coats. Um, has uh, a story in the New York Times. There's an opinion piece in the New York Times um, talking about cancel culture and Colin Kaepernick and how, like, people say cancel culture is not real, but, like, like niggas, like, actually tried to cancel a person's career and kind of, like, thus far successfully kind of have, you know? Um, and so I definitely think it's worth reading. There's also uh, a story in The Atlantic, which was, like, over 10 years ago at this point. It's from uh, October of 2008. Uh, but Ta Nahasi Coates, okay, uh, he uh, has a story called, you know, your name is ghetto if, um, and <laughs> it's, you know, this is when he is, I guess, you know, just writing, um, not like, uh, on Oprah's favorite things book list. Um, so it was cool to see like the come up over a decade. Everybody's going crazy cause we're closing a decade and like, I get it, but I don't um, really like, I just, I don't know. Okay. It's just time. Time is fake. Like. Time passes in a constant state. Wow, time passes. You're you you. They are rolling off today, yeah. tonight, they, tonight, <laughs> today, tonight. Um, I like how we're just keeping it. Um, like, uh, not what's the gender specific of day of the day? Like, we're not we're not being whatever. Y'all, I'm high as hell. Um, I drink black okay. coffee at six o'clock at night to prepare for this. So. Cool. Um, <laughs> back to the live show. Um, we talked about cancel culture. Talked about cancel culture. We talked. Uh, we also about talked about social media and whether which, we thought it was yeah, negative or positive good, and uh, all those things. Evil. Um, I I realized recently that like I'm gonna start using social media more, even though I don't want to. Wow, and I realized um, the exact opposite. Okay. So more we to always go through these stages, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and but anyway, uh, one of the things that I really realized that I love about the show, about the live show specifically, is that like it was like one of the original intentions for like this show. You know, like it's really difficult to have like a bunch of people like come on this show on a weekly basis. Um, so I feel like we just like collect the you know the thoughts uh, via the internet um, and come in here and like talk about them and and dissect them and you know uh, but it was really cool to have people live and in person like share what they feel um, and you know um, their thoughts on things so that was incredible Uh, also shout out to Slot Gallery for being like loved it beautiful yeah I used to like uh, go by the grocery store there and be like wow this place is really beautiful they've had these like projectors and i'm like somebody needs to like fucking fuck this drawn up you mm-hmm. know what i mean make mm-hmm. it like make it into something um and that person was me so um there you shout go. out to god um for you know making things come into fruition um and that's that the last thing uh about the live show or just about this show in general um that like I acknowledge and like I appreciate is that it's just always a weekly like time of like you know two friends coming together to like discuss an issue and to like work on something so 
Um, yeah. Shout out to the Black Millennial. Oh, last thing. Yeah, I was well, waiting. This- like, <laughs> is he is he gonna well, say it? One. Is he not gonna say it? <laughs> okay, so like, <laughs> um, like it's what like Monday. It's Monday, so this will probably go um, out like Wednesday. Hey, yeah, like maybe Wednesday. I don't know. Maybe I'll take a day off or something. I don't know. I, I, just <laughs> but um, yeah, basically we're gonna have a, a CP time sale. I'm cracking up. Um, That's so on brand. <laughs> yeah, it's super on brand. Like it'll probably be like a week sale, like you know, five days, something like that, like Monday through Friday, or like I don't know, from whenever it drops to the weekend, or I don't know, whatever. You like nine to five on the weekend, whatever. Sisa said. Oh my god. Um, I'm fucking done with him. And um, yeah, so we'll put out a little something. It'll be like I don't know, like twenty percent off or something, or like twenty five because you know niggas try to twenty percent off you to death this whole fucking Black Friday season. Yeah, like where's the actual sales? The fuck. Um. Yeah, so that's that. I don't. I don't know. I'll figure out like a code or something. Maybe it won't be a code. It'll just be like marked already down. marked down. Yeah. Yeah, I can take care of that. Um, I'll consult with my people. It's me. <laughs> um, at myself. <laughs> at myself. Um, so yeah, when you see that drop, it, that's when it started. Um, yeah, I'm totally obsessed with the long sleeve. When you can't get anymore, that's when it's over. I'm to- totally obsessed with the long sleeve. So. Oh man, I'm going to send you these pictures, actually. Um, but like, I took some pictures of the stuff to Yeah, send me this. Um, do, I can't but. wait to... Yeah, y'all niggas better buy them, because if not, I'm just going to buy them myself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they're just so also just they're like super cozy. So super cozy. You can do whatever with them. You can bust a fit. You can be on some chill shit. You can I don't know, tie it around your waist. People still do that? Um please don't please don't tie my <laughs> to be honest. Okay, please don't tie my waist. But um they're really cool. The totes are like really, really cool. I love the um, tote too. I went like grocery shopping with them the other day and it's like a nice big bag. I like put um, I use it for work so I put my purse inside of it and then mm-hmm. like I put Chase's like breakfast snack in there on our way to see. yeah see we are talking utilitarian <laughs> uh, you, we got uh, utilitarian utility. products <laughs> on the way um so when you see them drop hit that drop um okay now 20 minutes into the show <laughs> follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh at blkmlnl eastoke.co slash blkmlnl and then you already know the vibes on everything else you know the vibes um (laughs) this is all in our show notes please forgive me for the rest of this episode but i'm just gonna be myself um let's go into motives and thoughts thoughts. do you mind leading us off yes so um of course this episode is about capitalism um and of course we're titled think i'm getting too much money everybody mad shout out to beyonce for making that song um shout out to don't play (laughs) with my guy otf found me a plug you love him oh my god you love him okay um so we're gonna be talking about capitalism and just some things in regards to that, I feel like this is, I guess, because of, like, election time and um, everything. Everyone is so, like, politically aware that these are some things that have been going on and we've been talking about. 
So first off, we wanted to define um, capitalism just so that we can go through the questions and motives and thoughts with like a clear definition. Um, capitalism is defined as characteristics central to capital. Okay. <laughs> Character yeah, I, yeah. yeah, okay. Yep. Character <laughs> characteristics uh central to capitalism include private property, capital accumulation, wage labor, voluntary exchange, a price system, and competitive markets. So um that's the basic definition and those are the things that like you know, are underneath of capitalism. Um, but for our questions, we have, is it okay to be a billionaire? Can wealth ever become excessive? Um, should we reconsider the concepts of private property, wage labor, and price systems given society's shift over the last century and decade? And is it possible for black America to succeed under true capitalism? What? Um, true. I also like I was thinking about the beginning of this. I think one of the things that we'll talk about too um in a few weeks is um democracy. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that that's something like separate from capitalism. Um capitalism is just like the the exchange system, but I think that people also get like democracy big time fucked up. Yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> and I I definitely want to dissect that, but this is like as it relates to, like, getting money, you know, so how we get money, um, capital accumulation, like, what's our property, you know, what belongs to us, um, those types of things. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I think in, uh, in not in practice, but in idea, it sounds really great. Um but I guess starting off with the first question, like, is it okay to be a billionaire? Um, and then can wealth ever be excessive? Like, I think, yes, being a billionaire, a single billionaire is okay. Right. Um, I think after that, it's, it's probably excessive, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, I feel like wealth can be excessive. I think that's when it gets to the point where it's like, um, almost toxic or like, uh, it's, it's oppressive to others because if you, mm-hmm. this one person has majority of the fucking wealth or has majority of the money, it's impossible for other for people somebody to somebody else to have it. it. Even if yeah. they are like, you know, chasing it and getting it the right way when you have. Yeah. And the thing is, is when you have that much money, it's only, it only gives you the opportunity to make more money. Right. And it's like, yeah, I, I think one of the things that, uh, you know, if I'm, I'm doing my Green New Deal or the Black New Deal, um, <laughs> one of the things that I'm requesting is that, like, billionaires, basically, like, you can make $1 billion or you can make, like, I don't know, like, a set limit of money. But at a certain point, we have to start saying, like, it, it's more beneficial for you to give your money away to people than it is for you to keep it. Right. Because if you keep it, it's getting taxed at 98%. Okay, uh-huh. You know? But if you, like, give it away, like, you know, and you keep it under a certain amount and, you you know, you're constantly giving away money, then cool, we good. Everybody's taken care of. Everybody's able to rise. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, I um, think that when yeah. you get to, like, people like Jeff Bezos, we were talking about this, Jeff Bezos that has, like, a hundred... One hundred and twelve billion dollars. billion dollars. Like, a hundred and twelve comma billion dollars. 
I can see how you could need like two of them. Right. Two. You know? like maybe how be like, oh, three. Two. Maybe yeah, three. Oh, I got three. Maybe three. Three is my max. Three billion dollars. Yeah. Oof. I had to take a sip on that one yeah. <laughs> because, um, yeah, like I, I just, after that, if you're, and then also if you're not doing anything and not just like not doing anything, but like major things, I feel like a lot of these people like Oprah, you know, she do her, her thing. She got to schools and you know, all that, but also like Oprah could have, um, had clean water in Flint overnight. Right, absolutely. You know what I mean? Just sorry to break it to you, mamas. I got to, you know, favorite things magazine downstairs, but at the end of the day, you could have you could have cleaned the situation up for us. You know what I mean? Um, like there are plenty of situations that like people could certainly put their money behind way more, and it's that's why I just don't think like like what's the point? What's the purpose? Just to say that you got it, like you got like right. a big collection of it. You <clears throat> mm-hmm. know? Um, I think shifting into the next question. Um, now that we are kind of thinking like, okay, we are, have been in this capitalist society, like we got money, but like, when is enough enough? Like, should we also be reconsidering these other like constructs? Cause that's what they really are more than concepts, mm-hmm. but like private property. So for me, like private property also includes intellectual property, you know, like these are my thoughts, like my data, you know, <clears throat> my personal, like biometric data like my fingerprint my face my all of these things you know those things belong to me Mm -hmm. you know um and i think that we too quickly and too easily just hit that like yes button or like yeah yeah except except you know whatever um without you know at least knowing what's going on or like knowing how to withdraw if like something bad happened like there were a number of people who recently uh withdrew like all of their Fitbit data, like or deleted all their Fitbit data. Fitbit data when Google purchased Fitbit, you know. Yeah, because Google um, fucking. They because steal Google all your data. ultimately, right. like, like they take that data and like I don't think I, I don't know what Google does. Like I don't know if they sell it necessarily, but they definitely take all of that data and like use it in machine learning and mm-hmm. like things like that. Like and like ad, you know, for they, ads and shit and for all yeah, that stuff. There's I think, definitely. One big thing when I think about um, capitalism is I think about like big pharma and uh, like the way that our healthcare system is and and how it is only ran that way because we are in a capitalistic market. And, you know, it's crazy to think that like in other countries that aren't, you know, they maybe have some capitalistic ideals, but they're not like ran thoroughly through capitalism that they can get medicine and treatments places for like percentages of what we, we do here because our fucking pharmaceuticals are competitive markets and private, you know what I mean? And right. Yeah. And you, you never saw like in this definition, at any point, like you never saw like like healthcare mm-hmm. mentioned like for people in the definition of capitalism yep. because like that's an assumed human right. Yep. You know that like if you are a human being and you need to be helped in order to like stay alive, that like that would just be taken care of and not like not only taxed but like super ran the fuck up. Ran the fuck you know? like, up. Like if anyone literally had to pay, like and obviously people don't like 
be just walking like you have a hundred thousand dollar bill and like you just all right well we need you to pay that before you get worked on but like there's definitely like oh well we need you before you go into surgery you got put 50k up mm-hmm. yep. like that's fucking ridiculous um i think also like wage labor and then like price systems like shit because it, sorry I thought I was about to be myself tonight. But <laughs> things cost far too much for things to be like, for people to be making the amounts of money that they do. Absolutely. You know? Housing for one. Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. If niggas knew, <laughs> like, housing costs and then like housing people they be trying to run stuff up on you i'm not going to tell you how they be trying to charge me 50 I'm cracking for up because bill. you remember when you did that what <laughs> you went you dissected your entire lease oh yeah oh my oh it's like really bad like they be really trying to make me do anything they told me if i don't clean up my snow outside of my own house and they're gonna pay somebody to do it and then they're just gonna charge it to my um whatever like Christ. I already pay to live. Like I literally am literally just trying to be a lot. I'm already a black person. <laughs> so um that's that. But yeah, like housing is super expensive. Like food is extremely expensive, especially if you want to like eat healthy eat and healthy, you're trying yeah. to like mm-hmm. Yeah, like it but like nobody is out here saying like, hey, let's run the checkup for y'all. Right. Like, somebody was talking about how I saw a tweet and people were all laughing at it because somebody said, like, oh, the minimum wage in New York is $15. Like, I'm definitely moving there. And, like, $15 in New York City... Is nothing. You'd be happy to get you a Happy Meal. You'd be super <laughs> happy to get a Happy Meal. Like, nothing. It would be a literal because Happy Meal. the price meal. to live there is insane. Insane. Like, it's insane to live in Philly. Like, the average, I think, like, I think they look for, like, a one-bedroom or two-bedroom in Philly is like eighteen hundred dollars. That's insane. A month. Um it's pretty disgusting. Um, but yeah, I think like now that we're in this later part of the decade and like things It's like a shift like, happening, a shift in the atmosphere. Yeah, there's I, a I feel shift it in, in the atmosphere. Here we go. <laughs> um but yeah, I feel it. Well <laughs> now you got me feeling it. Um I <laughs> I feel like uh, because we're, you know, we're shifting and like this, this change is happening, like we definitely have the ability or we should be thinking about these things. Like we should be reconsidering the ways that we've thought about, you know, these things like kind of jumping back to for a second, um, just like intellectual property or just like our, you know, um, our like physical property that becomes digital. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there is a lot of like data collection that happens. Like I'm sure I don't be using everybody wants to put the Balenciaga print on their face. Yeah, and no. I understand it. But I feel like I don't want that. Um, I don't want the Louis V drawn. Like I really don't It's cool. Like it's cute. I'm sure like it you know I'm sure it, it gets does your, what it does for the people. <laughs> I'm sure you but like get your all of those up. things I'm not sh- sure if people notice. I think that they're just like made by people. They're made by people on on snapped i mean on instagram they're just made by yes. random pages so you have to go so, to their page and download it off their page so yeah, now you like you don't know i don't know i just think it's all weird i think they're all russian hackers i'm cracking up but 
I'm gonna leave it at that. One of the things I just want to leave this last fact before moving on to the last question um, is that they can take machine learning and like combine a whole bunch of like black people together that like kind of look the same and then make a unique black person that they've never seen before. Wow. And that's like, yeah. So. You watched um, I Robot? You said I have. Like have. Have I? have I have you? Oh yeah, it's one of my faves. Oh no, I never seen that movie. The DVD in the crib somewhere. Oh wow! You have a DVD player. I don't have anything that I can play a disc on. You don't have an SD drive. Uh, 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 Like a um a CD drive, you can just nope. No, okay. Is it possible? (laughs) Is it (laughs) is it possible for Black America to succeed under true capitalism? And this is like Black America as a whole. Um, I don't, I don't know. I like. Yeah. I guess one my, of the things. I, my answer on this is kind of torn. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I do think that there are some examples of people that have. Um, but I think that we will never truly be able to unless we are. It, unless the playing field is leveled. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, yes, as black people, we are able to make nothing out of, make something out of nothing. And we were super resilient and we're like known for, you know, just being able to do all of these things with the very minimum that we've been given. But I also think that, um, to excel, you know, like we can, we can succeed, we can be good at stuff, but in order to excel and to get to those like Jeff Bezos positions and those Bill Gates positions that there does need to be some, you know, uh, a look at opportunities and things of that nature because black people aren't given those things, especially when it comes to financial literacy and education mm-hmm. and all of these things. Yeah, yeah, a couple quick points. Like, um, Kamala Harris said, uh, <coughs> over the last week or so, um, like, you know, people who, but they asked her, like, is she a capitalist? She's like, yeah, I'm definitely a capitalist, like, not a socialist, trying to get, you know, a feel the burn, the mm-hmm. feel the burn crowd. Um, but ultimately, she's like, but capitalism assumes that we're all starting off on the same playing field, right? You know, Absolutely. which we're not. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's hard to get behind. Um, another point is that like, um, I think that black people can get behind capitalism because there is this sense of like ownership, mm-hmm. um, capitalism, like, uh, kind of like one of the highlights or like, I guess focuses is like business ownership. Um, and like, you know, being an entrepreneur and, and start my own to start my own shit. Niggas love. Um, and so, yeah, I think that. Uh, that's where the allure is. Like one of the another story that'll be linked is um, Master P uh, and Ro- no, I was gonna call him Little Romeo. I'm gonna Lil put Romeo. some respect on his name. Romeo. Little um, Romeo. Who <laughs> were at um, the Revolt conference and they were talking about you know rap snacks and how that was like one of their first like really successful ventures um, together and uh, ultimately that basically you know we talk about. 
um, oodles and noodles or noodles in like all of these songs, but like black people don't own any noodles. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to be doing a rap noodles um, with black ownership. So I fully respect. Uh, yeah, I'll be with copying it. a case. I probably won't be eating any though. You can just use the noodles to make like a ramen. My body only eats organic foods. Oh my God. You were just eating, you now just, or just organic. You what, were, what was I just eating? You were just eating like pork, like probably two I didn't days eat ago. Pork. Okay. What did I eat? Nothing. All right. What's the next subject? I didn't make it. I made all this stuff. Nothing had pork in it. Nothing had pork in it. We had a Friendsgiving and it was fucking it was bomb. Fine. It was a whole turkey. It was only turkey and um, salmon, even chicken and salmon. Yeah, I'm. I tried this new thing. I don't fucking eat anything anymore. It fucking sucks. So I love it. (laughs) I know. I'm saying when you accuse me of eating things that I be wanting all the time. Did you wish you could actually have your? Yeah, it fucking sucks. I'm just like, dude. I definitely didn't eat that because I definitely would love that right now. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. Um, yeah, last thing I guess about like, um, capitalism is like, uh, and like black people succeed under capitalism. I feel like, um, a lot of the things that, and I just, I can own this as a black person and like, you know, I'm don't speak for every black person, but, um, the, like we, we can be a very aspirational people, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, I aspire to this next thing or I want to get to this next thing or I want to like level up. But I feel like if there was, um, if we didn't live under capitalism, you know, we wouldn't um, have the, yeah, there wouldn't be this like constant competition, you know, Mm -hmm. it would be like, Hey, if everybody's doing good, then like, then like I'm doing good when everybody's doing good and everybody's doing good because I'm doing good, you know? Right. Um, and vice versa. So yeah, I think it's just something to reconsider. I always talk about how, like many um, cultures of color, ancient cultures of color, um, practice like tribal, like they're, you know, they had like tribal cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was about like, you know, what's for the good of the tribe. And there was like people who represented, but there was never really like one person. There wasn't this like fucking weird ass <laughs> who's just like, you know, got Dog on the he, internet yeah. and thought that he was great. I'm cracking um, up. So, yeah, um, let's, you know, let's do something different. I tweeted the other day, I need to find this tweet, and I was just like talking shit. Um, I'm not going to talk about some of my more recent tweets because they've just been. Yeah, um, someone sent one in the group chat because I haven't been on social media. Mm-hmm. And I was really concerned for you. Let's not talk about it. Um, and they all they said was, what's wrong? <laughs> nothing's wrong, guys. I'm just coming into my own. Um, I can't. Okay. I said, I want to start a new Twitter for positivity and inspiration. And I said, actually, I want to start a new country and a new planet that are based on helping each other and not being toxic. So um, if you, you guys want to join my cult. Okay, um, now just a cult. <laughs> we're you definitely good? accepting new members. I said after that, anybody who liked this tweet, just join my cult. <laughs> so, thanks guys for your membership. Um, cool. We're switching it up in. I would like to see it. It's just hate to see it and love to see it. Hate to I'm see gonna it. I'm gonna keep it short. 
Um, I really love to see that Drake was booed at um, Camp Flognall. It w- it happened on my birthday, and I feel like it's one of the greatest. It was gifts the gift, a gift, the gift that keeps on giving. It definitely, definitely was. I just love um, that Drake just got his like little like. I feel like Drake is just like super toxic, and he just everybody loves him still and i don't get it or know why i mean music is the music is there we get it of course but i don't know it was just good to see it was funny it was funny and i think like he thinks that like i think that he thinks that he's like uh like the light-skinned michael jackson yeah um no i know like the light-skinned version of michael jackson you know but um but he was what because he was he was light-skinned I know, but like I'm saying, he's like, he's not the dark skin Michael Jackson. He's the light skin Michael Jackson. He's like, in his prime. You know how like Kanye, I hate that Kanye West used to be a person that I liked, but how he said he got a dark skin friend that looks like Michael Jackson and a light skin friend that looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, he thought he he thinks he he's him. He was the light skin friend that looks like Michael Jackson. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that like somebody kind of put him in his place, but also, um, there's a really good article that I want to plug, um, just about the booing and like fan culture in general, because Mm -hmm. there's been like a lot of booing and stuff at concerts. Um, also the article was written by, um, a friend and someone that I follow, uh, on social, uh, Jaylani. Uh, so the article is from Vice uh, and it says a rash of booing incidents at concerts reveals that fan culture is getting more toxic. Um, so I will link that in the show notes as well. Hate to see um, it or love to see it. Um, this one is Miss Body Positivity showing that ass. Lizzo. <laughs> uh, Bossip, who is known for their fucking tweets and headlines and shit, posted and said, you don't even go here. Kids bop queen the way they spelled queen was k-w-e-e-n <laughs> lizzo wow. gets dragged after winning soul train awards over ari lennox <laughs> hate to see it or love to see it um the headline it was it was pretty funny um the the ass <laughs> um <laughs> I, whatever works for people i don't really like when people put like um just that much of themselves on the internet in general Mm -hmm. and then just lizzo as a person i said that the judgment that i'm still waiting on um and i had a lizzo stand in my mentions that i had to block but if that person is listening right now um i would like to know if lizzo says nigga i'm actually so now because you keep saying that i'm going to that's gonna be my my at while i'm at work tomorrow that's what i'm gonna be doing okay if she says nigga in her songs, then Can you I, fuck with her? I will throw her two stand coins. But if she does not, I ain't got nothing for you, mamas. <laughs> um, I love when you use mamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start with my mom. That's the new thing that my the mom. kids are doing mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Who run the world? Um, Gabrielle Union. Um, Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. That's it. And that me and that husband that she has. Oh yeah. Also, shout out to him. Like shout out to him. Shout out to them. Just like that's amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Like that, it's just great to see that like Gabrielle Union is doing the work outside of her home and inside mm-hmm. of her home, mm-hmm. and you know, consistent. consistent. She is very consistent, and they are, um, uh, you know, Gabrielle Union. It was what is what's the show? The show called Dancing with the Stars. America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> So um, she, was the, <laughs> she was the she was um, hosting the X Factor of America Got Talent Dancing Edition, um, and she was recently fired for just basically pointing out racism <laughs> by big chin, big ass chin, <laughs> the chin. Jay Leno, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. She like asked people to like stop smoking cigarettes like around her, which I feel like is like not. Uh, a ridiculous ask um, you know and like they basically they always turn it into like oh this person is like really difficult to work with or this person is whatever but it's just like especially when you're a black day, woman like yeah like I'm a professional this is a workplace you mm-hmm. know what I mean like I shouldn't be like expected to indoor unfair in, conditions yeah, because this, cause just because for white people especially like in you know, show business or Hollywood or whatever. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, I entertain. It's fun. But mm-hmm. you know, for niggas, we need to fucking build generational wealth and we also need jobs. Right. Niggas likes to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Niggas don't be trying to just be like, oh, I just want to lay out forever and not do nothing. You know? Yep. Or at least that's me. <laughs> um, also, there's a person, this is like, I guess, who runs the world. I don't know where else this would fit. But um, maybe Tweets on Fire. I don't have anything for Tweets on Fire except for the loud and wrong shit. We can actually talk about this right now. Y'all were talking about Dwayne Wade's son. And um, again, my consensus there is that you think that if your parents would have been as open with you as Dwayne Wade is with his son, that you may have chosen the same path. And that's okay. Yep. It's just so it's it's just like refreshing to see. And then I think that when he gets the backlash for it, he still is like, yeah, you know, like we're just we're just Nigga, we're what not do you want do, me to do? Hate my right. son? What you do you want me to do? Ass? Right. What do you want me to do? Hate my own kid? That's sad. People are, people are very weird. And there's people that are like that because I've seen people tweet like, oh, would you, you pick ha- your son? Would you saw, let your like, son live with you if he was gay? Like what? Literally saw a tweet. He would have to go live with his mom. Wow. And then someone else follow up and say like, oh, his mom probably, you know, don't play that shit. And that's why he has to live with them. Dude, what did, what is what did this kid do to any Dwayne of y'all? Dwayne Wade other is than fucking rich. So I doubt that his, he would want to. And wanna, have more money than y'all. Right. <laughs> What do you do, yo? Oh my god! Both of his parents love him and support him, so that's all that really matters. Um, in tweets on fire. This is actually a Twitter account on fire. This guy's like, um, like John. His following just keeps building. Um, but he's he makes these like short videos and they're really funny. His name is Milk. It's at Milk T Poppy, M I L K T P A P I. Um, but he makes these like he actually made the Popeyes I think like chicken sandwich video first. Oh my god, I it was, fucking like, funny. love like, him. He yeah. cooks stuff, and then when he always says, "Bitches love parsley." <laughs> right, and he said and parsley, yeah. And he like he actually can cook. Like he can really cook who, really like, well. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he can cook, and like this should be really on point. 
So, um, shout out to Milk Tea Poppy. Um, yeah, fire. I was like watching a bunch of his videos yesterday, and then at the end of one of them, like he gives like shout outs to different like you know followers or whatever. But at the end of one of the last videos, he said, "And shout out to Gabrielle Union for what she's doing. We support you." Wow! Wow! Right? Like, yeah. He's like, people are asking for like my Venmo. Like, I want to support. They want to support this, and like, I'm not gonna ask you for that. Just keep liking my videos and whatever. Wow. We love to see it. Um, We love to see it. We are at In Living Living Color. Color. Um, The only thing that I want to talk about is that the fact that, A, there are way too many streaming services. Yes. Um, And B, My Strange Addiction is watching My Strange Addiction. Well, mine is watching Watchmen. Best show on TV right now. Fucking love it. Um... Godfather of Harlem just ended, so go catch up on that, Nick Nogs. It was very good. My grandpa likes that, so I think it's good. Yeah, I told you that it was good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's my grandpa. <laughs> I really trust him. <laughs> okay, cut. Especially with some old head black eye shit. So. Yeah. Yep, so Watchmen, though. Watchmen? Listen. I just, I feel like I basically cried. Like over, I'm you can, you can, yeah, you can binge it, and you can. Because this, it's so, like... Every episode, I'm like like a crackhead, like my strange addiction, like oh fucking my strange addiction. yeah, so good. Um, yeah, my strange addiction. Basically, there are people with like obviously it really explains it. it's it's fucking self titled <laughs> strange addiction. Um, What's your favorite one that you've seen? Okay, like one that I like kind of can't stop like thinking about because this guy definitely self diagnosed, but he okay, and I actually have two of them. Um, one, he, like, had a thing for, like, inflatable, like, pool animals. And he said that, like, some of his relationships with them were sexual. He didn't really go into that. But the one was this whale, and he said, like, his mom didn't really love him, and that was a self-diagnosis. Um, like, he could be his own therapist, but he said, like, my mom didn't really love me. And the first time that I, like, held this pool animal, this, like, whale, it, like, basically hugged me back, and I got, like, the love that I needed. And I'm just like, dude. You can get a professional cuddler for for $80 an hour. You can go to most corners in most cities. Oh, my God. You know what? (laughs) For a dub. I'm tired of him, y'all. I am tired of this man. But, um, (laughs) yeah. Um, So that's that. And then the other one, this was real bad because these people are black, too. Uh, but I'm about to tell you a real crazy one. This girl's eating makeup. Oh, I right? didn't know she they ate, were black. She, yeah, other day, yeah, I told you this one. But she ate like 15 to 20 makeup palettes per day from like the drugstore or whatever. And she says she used to be, see, y'all gotta watch this shit. This was like, I guess this was like, you know, people didn't see this as much as the ice cream licking craze. But she said she would like taste palettes to see if they tasted good, like lick it and put her finger on it. Oh my God. And then like, if she and put like, it back it, in the store. Back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but then ultimately, um, she was like, when she was breaking it to her family, you know, that this is what her addiction was. She also said that like one of the things that her family has been doing, like their whole life is one of their like weekly traditions is to sit down and eat donuts and coffee. But on the donuts, like they're just regular donuts. They powder them with baby powder. Yeah, that's sick. Them. That is very sick. 
like the whole family the mom the sister and then the girl who has the makeup eating addiction and like it's probably like fucking chemical at this yeah point. it's like chemical it's like pika um mm-hmm. it's like when you have an imbalance in your in your like um your minerals and shit in your vitamins in your body so like uh, like when people that crave ice usually are lacking um iron iron yeah so stuff like that people are super weird though yeah um so that's my strange addiction um, I'm, I'm just it's just interesting that you like that because you hate like reality type tv yeah i do but i've been like into like kind of other weird shit like i've been watching a lot like, yesterday or whatever day the weekend sunday um i watched like 11 hours of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? What exactly is happening? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we may sorry, need to like, call someone. I literally, yeah, I did. Like, I just watched so many episodes. It wasn't like 11 hours, but like, the, ep- the episodes were like 40 the minutes. The episodes so are almost an like, hour each, so. No, some of, they're a little under. They're only 40 minutes because you don't have the, the commercials. Right. But, yeah, I watched several of them, Jones, like. Probably 11 hours. Wow. Um, okay, and didn't you know, um, Thanksgiving's over, so like, let's skip this, but basically, Native people run this shit, yeah. America is on sacred land, and y'all are never going to prosper until you acknowledge the fact. Also, never going to prosper until we get them reps y'all niggas been talking about. I'm cracking up. Um, there's a really great story here from Vice. Uh, another one from Vice. Y'all got the hot ones, even though I heard y'all pay y'all uh, writers. This was a really good one, though. Um, yeah, it's a story about a young man named Michael from South Philly. Um, but Michael lost five different women, uh, trans women of color, who were like really close to him um, within a really short period of time. Um, and it just like talks about the the ways that these women were killed i think that that's what like stood out and to the me. timeline it goes through the timeline and it's like mm-hmm. he's losing these people to acts of violence right after one after another maybe like in like a five maybe ten year span but i feel like that's mm-hmm. so much loss i think he said like it was, yeah, it was about five years mm-hmm. um, like and then yeah, he like absolutely. goes through the locations and he always he talks about how like the culture in philly um and the the you know the lgbtq uh community is very small and close-knit and like everyone knows each other and i think you got like a lot of people can um kind of align with that and he said that it was like it was awful mm-hmm. and that there's no one really like fighting for justice for this yeah i think it's like the thing again that like stood out to me is it's there was so much violence in it and like a lot of the violence is behind uh, people not being able to come to terms with themselves mm-hmm. um, and like not even being able to like self-identify, yep. you know? Um, and as a result of that, they're like taking it out on other people so much so that people are losing lives, you know, like people are dying and yeah, it, it's, it's just insane. So um, in situations where you have the ability to like make sure that someone is okay, please do. Um, oh, last story. This is just like a personal story that I found interesting. Um, it's from the kitchen. Um, and basically anyone who actually can cook. So this is, here's the difference. If someone tells you that they can cook, ask them what kind of stove they use. 
And then if they have any commentary about it, you'll know. But mm-hmm. Because um, I hate my stove. I have an electric stove, and I hate it. Yeah. Um, but niggas that be cooking know that, like, the gas stove is, like, it's the epitome. It's the top tier. It's, it's the top tier. It's, like, what you need to be able to just control, like, the temperature really quickly mm-hmm. and, like, really well um, when you're cooking. And that's, like, a part of the key to cooking things really well. Um, but... We're finding out that gas stoves might have to go out of the door for climate change, even though billionaires could just donate to fixing everything that they had to fix, and then we would just be good, and then I could just continue to eat good. Um, (laughs) But this shit is messing up the ozone layer, so um, I guess we're going to have to, like, change that up. Honestly, if there's even food left, like, after the fucking apocalypse, so... We'll be, we're going to be um, eating, like, raw animals, like... Yeah, are people ready for that? Can people, like, survive off of stuff? Because I feel like people... That's the thing about, like, knowing how to cook. Like, when you know how to cook, you just know the science of, like, how to do stuff. So, like, I could sear some tree bark if I needed to. I'm cracking up. You know what? You feel me? <laughs> like, we could have something that, like, tastes good. We can get some herbs out here and, like... Yeah, we can make something happen with it. <laughs> um... Okay. New section <laughs> alert. It's like, it's the same section. It's weird white people shit, and they're literally just doing weirder shit. So, like, I don't have this video. Like, I don't I don't feel like playing it. I don't want to play it, but it's just so bad. Um, I'll link it in here. But, like, <laughs> there's this video of Joe Biden being so fucking weird. Like, he's talking about, like, kids sitting on his lap. He's talking about, like, just very weird stuff. And, like, he's talking about, like, you know... Like, uh, helping black people to, like, lift themselves up by, you know, whatever. And it's just, like, very weird. Also, my manager told me that she met him a long time ago and that he touched his forehead to her forehead. Like, that's, and that's his <gasps> oh, classic I'm gonna start move. Doing he does that to, No, please don't. I, that's, like, an energy stealing. <laughs> that is an energy move. stealing thing. Yeah, so I think he's stealing the energy of the youth through these head touches. I'm cracking up. Joe Budden, I mean... <laughs> I hate both of them to be honest. Both of them can go. Joe Budden, leave the podcast. <laughs> Joe Budden, you're never gonna become the president. <laughs> Joe Budden, Joe Budden, stick to the podcast. <laughs> you're never gonna be president. Oh shit. Okay. Um, wow. God. The Grammy nominations came out. They're now very, niggas just want to be um, president after loving hip hop. I can't stand these niggas. After loving hip hop, who? Oh, Joe Biden. <laughs> All right. Santana as first lady. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Grammy nominations came out this week. They're very um, Q102. I'm cracking up. You know what? They are terribly white. What's the um? Whatever station that's in your city that has like a um. Like a holiday concert with all the pop stars. Like with the Camila Cabello's. Oh, like um the B one oh one uh B whatever the holiday yeah. Yeah, holiday extravaganza. Yeah, all them things. Like whatever that's very much what the Grammys is this year, so fuck 'em. Simply um, having I'ma put out the these black awards. I'm gonna be doing them, but I don't I feel like they I want them to be extremely niggerish. And 
like people keep saying like Diddy and fucking Jay Z should like make you know awards, but also like we should, you know, like right. I'm not waiting for these niggas. Jay Z don't even fuck with us like that no more, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we should create these awards uh, on our own. Um, but if they would go like I want them to go, it would be like nigga shooting dice. It would be fish fries, but all happening at the awards at the same time. I'm cracking up. You know what? Um, next story. I'm just going to read this headline word for word once again. Because <laughs> it's a really good one. Um, Julia Roberts was suggested to play Harriet Tubman by a studio executive, says the Harriet screenwriter. No, on some real shit, though, I'm going to die on this hill. I really do think they look alike. But listen, there's actually a picture like that I saw of them after you said that the first time. And they don't not look alike. But also, you're disrespectful. <laughs> because if Harry Tubman was in the Tubman, 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 to freedom <laughs> for this. It would not be Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> it would not be that. It would not be Pretty Woman. <laughs> also in Weird White People shit, uh, Michael Arsenault, uh, that's at Young Cynic, uh, writer with a new book coming out this year, well, in 2020. Well, if I get you a um, new book, can I have my old book back? No, because I would need a collection. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, then I wouldn't have a collection. Like, what the fuck? Um, he just tweeted... Uh, a story from Huffington Post that Cory Booker, who's running for president, uh, and Pete Buttigieg, who we're never voting for. Um, Pete Buttigieg, they're both uh, Rhodes Scholars, but Pete Buttigieg has been mentioned uh, as a Rhodes Scholar 596 times, and Cory Booker has only been mentioned as a Rhodes Scholar 79 times. Can you guess why? Is it because he's black? You fucking got it. Wow. I didn't think you were going to get it. I think you didn't think you were going to get it. But I didn't think I was going to get it. Honestly, I did not think I was going to get this question At right. At the last moment, you pulled through. Thanks. Wow. That's fantastic. So you can't even do the same things as white people. Like, like you're still going to be like just a nigga with accomplishments. That's why I try not to do too much. I'm cracking a fucker. Um, Candace Owens said on fox news or some shit i just assumed that's what she was on because she'd be she'd be living on there yeah it was fox news see wow on brand very on brand um, for her and that corny ass rip <laughs> since you, i uh, hate that leave out <laughs> oh yeah i just learned about leave out oh i told jameer about um, leave out about candace owens leave out being fried because i was just like what is that like space in her part that's like real extra like a lot of that's where her hair is falling out from frying her leave out um well she said that she couldn't remember she can't seem to remember a time in her life when like race was an issue for her um but apparently the internet was able to remember a time or bring up a time uh where she sued her school district because uh or excuse me she school sued her yeah the school district um but the mayor's son, I'm sorry, sued her city. That's what I thought. Um, but the mayor's son was sending her like racist phone calls. And she sued the city for $37,000. Wow. Um, and, and she won. She got that bag, okay? Yeah, she probably sued him for more than that. And that was a settlement. Mm-hmm. That's a nice 50 racks. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I think you do remember a time when 
you know, someone called you a nigger on your voicemail. I'm cracking up. So let's not act. Um, speaking of acts, not the book in the Bible. I would say love Job. <laughs> Please stop. Um, Ice made up a fake university. This is how sick these fucking dirty ass bastards are. They're just fucking. They're the worst. They're disgusting. They made up a fake university for mostly Indian students that applied who are basically here, maybe illegally, just trying to get a fucking education. That's really sad. And they made up a fake university, trapped all these people, and now a bunch of people are getting, like, deported. Like, yeah, it was called University of Farmington. It was in, like, Farmington Hills. Um, I believe that's in... Um, one of these states in this trash ass country. Oh, Michigan, Farmington Hills, Michigan. But yeah, made up a whole fake ass university just to try to fucking trap people into being deported. Go to hell. Like, go to hell. Last one. Well, I'm about to, I'm going to try not to say something, but I'm still going to say it on purpose. Um, so West Virginia inmates, um, so basically people in jail in West Virginia, let's just keep it real. West Virginia is, is the getting most these fucking books. racist. <laughs> the most they're fucking getting these ebooks for free, <laughs> right? And then they're charging people to read ebooks by the minute. By the minute. To read a book by the minute. By the minute. They're also charging for. Um, basically video chat, um, that goes, you know, uh, in, I think it's like 25 cents a minute for video chat. Um, which we came up to like an hour visit would be like $15. Right. Which in jail dollars is (laughs) $15,000. Um, also like there's a difference. So if you write an email message, it's 25 cents per message. But if you attach a photo an attachment, a simple attachment, double up is 50 cents. Like, and just to have an email conversation back and forth, it's like six messages at least on each end. Right. From somebody you haven't seen, like, you know, like a family member you right. haven't seen in a long yeah. time. Just catching yeah, yeah. somebody up. I do think that it's cool, like, for video chat that, like, you know, people who can't necessarily visit you or, like, wouldn't be able to otherwise make it or let's say, like, you know, it's a visitation and, like, uh, you know, someone's maybe in a hospital or, like, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I think that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but agree. also the fact that they are, I just want to point this out one more time, charging someone for something that they are getting for free mm-hmm. is interesting. Oh, man. Um, second shot in a summer walker, period. Put her on the list. Actually... I'm not going to take her off. Uh, she is definitely on the second shot in because, what? like, she told y'all to suck her dick about the Toronto shit. She was in Drake, with Drake parlaying, doing whatever the fuck. Who knows? <laughs> but I did see a performance where she She's, looked like she was moving. And it, she was she had the chair. Did you see that? I don't know where she... No, I didn't oh, see that. There was one. She, was like, but, sounded really good. The, and the thing is that it's never... I mean, to me, it's never about the sound of her voice. She's a very good singer. It's just like, just girl, just lay off the Zans and liven up a little bit. Dude, right? And then, like, after the John, lay on the Zans. <laughs> you know? There we um, go. Summer Walker, whatever. 
Summer Walker, we pray for you. Pop some bangers. Um, there's this guy that I discovered. His name, well, I discovered it through people playing shit. Yeah, I was gonna say um, now just an A and R. All right, girl. Right now I'm just an A and R. Right. Um, <laughs> I discovered this, you know, just on the streets. This guy was playing guitar. I found this guy um, on the street. <laughs> but his name is Michael Kawanuka. Um, people play good music at my job sometimes, um, and this was one of them. And the sometimes they I play like, um, Anaconda. Oh my God, no! They be, there's a lot of barbs. There's just <laughs> I don't know who it is because there's I'm the only black person there. But, <laughs> um, there's a lot of barbs, and they love to play music. But on Friday they were playing Megatron, and I was like, whoever's playing Megatron is definitely going to hell. I'm cracking the fuck bitch. up. Um. Yeah, but Michael Kawanuka, super fire. I'm also listening to Control this morning by SZA. Oh, big bops, all straight through. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think I pretty much listened to it all straight through. I did that's, have to skip I, that's the only way I listened to it. Per usual. And I, even though I kind of like promise like the, my least favorite, I still listen to her like and sing her, sing it through like. Um, our last bop and banger was at our Friendsgiving. We played, um, like a Rihanna mashup because we just discovered, rediscovered her discography. Um, and we said that Firebomb is probably one of her best songs. Like. It definitely easily is. Best, best rock song 2008. For Epic sure. Means they fucking robbed her. I'm cracking up. Dead ass. Um, yeah, Firebomb, amazing. Rihanna. I feel like Rihanna should re-release all of her songs. Like, instead of putting out new songs, her new album should just be all the same songs, new vocals. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. With the new vocals. Like, yeah. Like, here Y'all got a new album, now suck my dick, you fucking weirdos. I'll take it. I would listen to it. I would stream it. I would take it. Mm-hmm. It would go number one. For Guaranteed. sure. Absolutely. And she can sing now. Mm-hmm. Oof. Love it. Just imagine like um, love on like, the brain. Man, I would never love, cheat you. Love on the brain vocals with on firebomb lyrics. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, that would be incredible. Um, last oh, this is kinda weird, but whatever. Um, there's a playlist that I I have, like I've subscribed to somebody's on Apple Music, and there was two songs that I know. And the transition was literally one of the best things I ever heard in my lifetime. Um, one song is by Miley Cyrus, sadly. <laughs> um, but it's called uh, Adore You. Um, and it's like a ballad. It very much is like her attempt at like maybe like a Prince-ish song, you know. Um, but Adore You. And then that fades really perfectly into Bluff by Kalayla. Which is a Which banger. is like mm-hmm. uh, the shortest, most beautiful song. Um, but yeah, that's the last Bob's and Banger to me. Um, three things to three stand. Three things to stand. Um, my three things to stand. Um, I My one thing was um, Disney Plus. I watched Remember the Titans this weekend. I watched... Uh, I watched Johnny Tsunami. I watched I watched so much stuff. I watched The Sandlot. I watched all classic stuff, and it was fucking amazing. That's what I spent my weekend doing, that and sleeping and drinking wine. Um, because my second thing to stand was having Thanksgiving alone. I did not. Chase was gone. I did not go to families. I cooked and just drank wine at 830 in the morning. 
And my third thing to stand is uh, Malcolm X. I am like rediscovering my love. I always been a Malcolm X fan, but I read because of Godfather of Harlem. I'm like rediscovering my love for him. Um, amazing, amazing man. So. Word. Um, okay, my three things to stand. Um, I'll keep them short. One is the Tesla Cybertruck. About to put my hundred dollars down. Will be copying because by twenty twenty one, my braid will be super up, and I'll be <laughs> ready for one. Um, need it in the matte black. Um, Elon Musk, if you want to participate in reparations, now will be a really great time. Oh my god. Second is CB two. I was in there. I had these white ladies mad as hell. <laughs> I copped. Just know that I copped, and just why know people that they hate when you. Why people when you hate when hate when you on that level on on a, that level or higher? Right, especially when they got them little bags and you got them big bags. Okay. Especially when you you did an in store pickup and then they gotta get behind you. Okay, Joanne. Who does this? Bring out the fur. <laughs> Bring out the fur. <laughs> so, um, CB two, I uh, got some dope stuff from there. Thank you to all my friends also who came to um, the open house. The open house, like at the after party for the show, that was really super fun, and y'all got me like the best gifts that I've ever gotten in my life, to be honest. So, um, thank you for that. And then the last is Queen and Slim. Um, I think we're gonna have to do a full dissertation of this. I yes, know that I'm gonna see be... it this weekend, so okay, <clears throat> we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that people will be like. Uh, maybe anticipating. I know that there will be a lot of like written things, like a lot of writers who've been doing their think pieces. Um, but I think it's worth a think piece. But maybe we can do it in a different format. Um, but really incredible movie. Absolutely one hundred percent worth the view. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you know, are some things that are um, difficult to view, um, but I definitely think it's it's worth the view. Um. Yeah, that's that's that. Um, incredible film, Lena Waithe. Um, we're gonna talk about this script. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Have you been? To, oh, you're not on social media. I'm not on social media. Right but now. you haven't been seeing that. Like the script is like I'm not gonna. Like, all right, this should not deter people from seeing the movie because it this doesn't like come across in the movie. But the script is just like really. It's like as if a racist white person wrote it. Wow. To be honest, like, okay. like, like on her fucking, like basically in the casting call, they said that we're looking for like somebody who, if this was back in slave times, they would be on the field, not in the house. Wow. So basically, hey, we're looking for a field nigga. Cracking up. Well, that's, that's like, what they got. I, yeah. So like, I, it's just, it's weird. Um, so that's something that we'll talk about in, you know, uh, the criticism of, of black work. Um, but I think from a visual perspective, like Melina made a really incredible movie, um, you know, from the direction perspective. Um, and so, yeah, everybody go see Queen and Slim. Um, we were uh, granted the ability to see an advanced screening. So there are some of our listeners that joined um, me out like a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, it was a great movie. Definitely see it. I'm not saying that because like nobody compensated me. I'm saying that because it was a great movie right. and um, y'all should see it. Lena Waithe called me though on the <laughs> alternate ending. I got some ideas that you need to hear. Okay. Um, cool. 
this is our our closing mantra for this episode. Um, I want it to be one of my tweets, but it's I'm not. Okay. Was was the one the tweet that they sent you today about New Year's Eve? Yes, it was. Okay. Well, yeah, we're not gonna do that then. Um, the closing mantra <laughs> for this week is uh, I trust in new beginnings. I love that. Um, I trust in new beginnings. So send us emails, follow us on social media. I'm tired as hell. Tired as fuck. These are way past my hours. <laughs> right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.